Hello and welcome back to the HBO Boys discussing Ted Lasso season three, episode four, entitled Big Week, in which we see Jamie Tart's buttocks. Mm. We see Jamie and Roy running at 4 a.m., which sounds difficult. I don't want that in my life. I'm, I'm glad I'm just watching it on the television. And we have Mono E Mono, but not really Nate V. Ted going for first in the premier league who will come out on top um ryan i i don't want to date you okay wait you're a mess whoa Let's start off on the top with yeah, for sure. Talking about Ted because we we uh, last time it was very easy to get to the end of the episode and be like, wait, Ted's here. We need to talk about him, (laughs) right? (laughs) He gets rejected by Sassy at the beginning of this episode. Uh, A a woman that he, I think, knows in his bones was not going to say yes. Yeah, she's too much of a free spirit. Yeah, she's out there, and he she says (laughs) no, and her reasoning is you're a mess. At which point he then uh, goes and asks the diamond dogs if he has said mess. And yeah, yeah, he is. He's a mess and everyone knows it. Yeah. I don't know how he needed people to tell him. Like, of course you are. He is bottling up so many feelings. Oh, yeah. And he knows it. I think it's just uh, he's having a hard time coming to terms with it. He at some point in the episode does like a Zoom call with his ex-wife where he says his feelings yeah. and then she says nothing back. Yeah. I forget what she said exactly. It was like a one word answer. Yeah. Not enough. No apology. Not enough. Not a, no apology whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, he goes back through his text messages with his ex-marriage counselor because oh, that bummer. <laughs> is just that's a way to wallow in pain. Right. Like mm, mm-hmm. delete that. Get that out of your life. It's yeah. you. You are not taking your own advice. You are letting the poopay stay on your shoulder, sir. Yeah. He's not being a goldfish. It's not. Yeah. The best part uh, or best asset an athlete can have is a short memory. And so, that mm. applies to a lot of life to just yeah. kind of move past things, let the poopay slide. And he is not doing let that. It flow. He not, he's not letting it flow, but he's also broken completely. Yeah. Oh, very broken. And, and he, it's sad to see. It's sad it, to see because he's always is. so happy and he exudes positivity to his team. And he wants everyone to be uh, be good and happy all the time. And he himself, you know, it's it's like that age old thought of, you know, the people who are happiest are often the most depressed. We see it in the media. We see it in the news. We see it in movies. Uh, no different here. Here's my biggest problem with Ted. And it's not even the Ted isms that I was talking about last time. Although okay. I will say that they do get grading every once in a while. But as I you, love them all. As, as you I've, humanize as Ted, said. I actually like him better. Like sure. when, when you do dive into, yes, this is a broken man. He is yeah. sad. He is running away from his feelings and he barely says anything uh, real out loud ever. That is a real character that I can get behind and root for. Yeah, uh, for sure. Root for redemption in some way. My main I, we'll see it. We'll issue see it. with him 
is we talked about this actually on the Succession podcast uh, that is up as well uh, currently uh, about the the what was it third episode of that where on that show there is a smattering of characters who are not good at their jobs. Mm. Uh, they are acting out of uh, their vindictive feelings and that is getting in the way. They're making emotional decisions. That is not what's happening with Ted. I would even... If that was the case, I would feel better about it. And I brought up the example on the Succession cast about how once a season, Michael Scott is good at his job, which makes him palpable. Right. Uh, uh, palpable is not the word. Edible. Palatable. No. Palatable. We got there. There you go. Edible. And um, <laughs> Edible. it makes him, makes him eat. You could eat him. Love but food. But you shouldn't. <laughs> There's some yellow jacket stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> I can't wait, by the way. I can't wait to talk about yellow jacket. That last oh, episode. Woo. Oh, only, they did we're it. Only, we're only three in. Two in, they, three in. Yeah. They did the thing, Adam. They did the thing that we were waiting for, and it was Ooh, great. Oh, boy. Jeez, jeez and crepes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my biggest problem with him is he seems to me not good at his job. Yeah. Like yeah. he's letting Coach Beard and Roy do the tactician kind of stuff, the stuff that right. Nate gets so much credit for. Sure. They seem to be floundering as at the same time, not understanding fully how to deal with the Zava issue, which is he's so good. You can't really tell him to do different stuff, which is sometimes needed in a game that has more than one person on the field. Mm hmm. What is Ted's job? Well, he he uh, I mean, he is the r- roundup man. You know, he's the one that's in charge of everyone working together as a team. You know, he's coaching the team. And that yeah. includes his, his his assistant coaches uh, and and the players. So I think he's doing his job, keeping everyone cohesive. But to your point, except he's not, he's, though, he's well, <laughs> yeah, as we kind of learn. <laughs> but yeah. Well, with the entry of Zava, that threw a wrench in the Ted, the Ted machine, as I said last episode. And uh, he just has to find a way to recenter, and uh, we'll see if it happens. I suppose there's a a, a saying in the the film world mm. where seventy five percent of directing is casting. Getting oh. the right people yeah. is is the most important part. And then with that, I think he Ted that is has done a very very good job sure. uh, with his players, with his staff. Uh, all the and we're we're judging them for coming up against the best soccer team, like one of the best soccer teams in the world. If you are on the top of the Premier League, you are one of the best teams in the world. And uh, so that's difficult. And for them to have difficulty with it, I'm not. Uh, I'm not putting them down completely because it is it's hard. You and I could not do it. No one off the street could go in and decide how a soccer team beats another soccer team uh, and them both being uh, top of their class. Right, right. But there's also this other thing where (laughs) (laughs) where, you know, Steve Jobs used to say it. He said, I play the I'm the conductor. Yeah, I I make the orchestra do what I want them to do. And that's fine. If that is what you want to categorize the job that Ted Lasso does as then sure. But like they come out of the second half in the West Ham game, a game with a lot of pressure on it. Rebecca is just going insane. Yeah. While and, and to point, point is out, cheating on his wife. <laughs> yeah, right. The the reason why Richmond went crazy was not Ted's doing. He let his assistant coaches 
take the helm of the halftime in the locker room and that's what they chose to do and rowdied him up so now ted's put in an even worse situation because he is responsible for this team but he didn't even he wasn't, he wasn't even the, he wasn't in the room right he wasn't even there he did not choose to do that he uh in fact seemed kind of bummed that that happened yeah he <laughs> knew it was a bad he, idea before yeah, it was a bad idea he didn't want to cross like uh emotional reactions with playing the game and it obviously went poorly oh, they yeah. lose big I'm, all i'm saying is if that is what you think his job is, which is to be the conductor, he is not doing a good job at the moment. And it's because yeah. of his personal emotional turmoil. And so on one side of the character, I'm rooting for him because you're giving me a deeper uh, portrait of a man who needs to, you know, by his own volition, redeem himself yeah. in, in his own eyes. He needs to love himself again, which Currently, he doesn't. But on the other side of the character, you have very specific evidence that he's not doing a good job being the coach of this team, which is a, a bummer. Like, I, yeah. I just, he didn't even make adjustments. Like, no, he didn't, he, he, he didn't yeah. tell them to stop tackling people. He I just know, stood I there. Know. I thought that was weird. I thought that he would at least jump in and say, all right, what it, the, what the fuck is happening here? Um, but he didn't even do that. You're right. And um, I didn't put that together until just now <laughs> that he didn't do anything. He just kind of let it happen. Hands on his face, kind of covering his eyes. And what's that say about him? You know, at least right now that he doesn't have the wherewithal to do his job. Yeah. And that is, you know, I think uh, it is a part of me. Like the reason Ricky Gervais character in the UK office was not good at his job. And <laughs> that was still funny. But yeah. they realized that they had to make Michael Scott decent at his job for an American audience because American audiences don't respect people on the television who are at least good. Like they need to be at least good at one thing. Right. And yeah, right now, Ted's good at nothing. Now. Right. I mean, I still think he's good at bringing people off ledges and like kind of keeping the peace. But, you know, the end of this episode where they lose, he's he's unhinged a little bit. And uh, now he's faced he's he's going to be faced with the wrath of Rebecca, probably. Um, and the fallout from kind of being careless with this game that meant yeah, the, so much the media is going to come after him say oh, yeah. that the things they've been talking about for weeks are obviously now true and sure sure he is a uh he, it's a he's a sham and uh, every bad thing that they've ever thought of him must be the case because look at the evidence look e what even though this is only one game <laughs> like and, when you think about it in the and otherwise well they're not giving him credit for the rest of the season even right because right. zava's there and they're giving him all the credit it, it, exactly exactly right so this season's just botched even though they wanted zava so bad to win at what cost you know they're still second right and they're most likely so, going to yeah. face west ham again in the future which sure. i i like that they lost the first time so that yeah. winning the second time if that is what happens has more weight to it sure sure and while we're talking about west ham let's talk about nate a little bit we opened the episode and he's yes and he's looking <laughs> at a uh you know ted has a lego version of a stadium in his in his apartment and nate has something similar not legos a bit more 
less fun but <laughs> less fun yeah less fun but you know ted puts the nate piece back at the beginning of episode one or the end of yeah. episode one yep yep nate knocks off ted lasso off his board and also puts him back yeah but he was um at first he was like yes you fucking piece of yeah. shit <laughs> yeah asserting dominance in yeah. a way yeah this is why I don't like him because he like doesn't know where to go and I get inner turmoil, but like I just his whole persona baffles me. And you I think saw that's cracks this episode, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Big time. Towards the end, for sure. Where he feels bad. He wants yeah. to apologize. Rupert, over and over again, is telling him not to because Rupert's a vindictive shithead who right. continues to cheat on his wife, uh, the mother of his child. Even when Rebecca says, I saw you do it, the right. next scene, he's still doing it. Yeah, I know. Because he's an irredeemable oh, bad guy, which is fine. Oh, yeah. That's what he's yeah, supposed to be. That's fine. And I'm psyched about it <laughs> for him to be continue being a bad guy. I didn't want to root for him at all. <laughs> you also see a portrait of Nate still being insecure, trying to hit on a woman. And even while he's being, uh, you know, all gussied up by the manager of a restaurant uh, is still unable to, to talk to a girl that he likes. And yeah. this that scene is made me so uncomfortable. Good. Because. The, this this woman was just staring at him with like a Mona Lisa smile, almost like cocky, staring at him. And I'm not sure how to feel about it. <laughs> you know? Right. It's because they're trying to humanize him as well. They no. want to paint a portrait of him that's not all bad, not all evil. But at the yeah. same time, they play a video of him taking the believe sign down and ripping it in half. Although, very Which funny made video. Me so angry. Oh, he, yeah. That was he, a great. It was great. So many he times. He just keeps falling. And like the, you know, Roy and Beard are behind him snickering. But Ted is like. I feels bad and he's he's like feels sorry for him that he it got to that point he feels sorry for his friend sure <laughs> yeah i mean he 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 has been backstabbed yeah. by this man but he still feels bad about it because ted at his core is just a good dude now what about at the end of this episode well at the end of the game i don't know if it was the end of the episode but at the end of the game where nathan does not shake Ted's hand and someone uh, from the press or something calls him out on it. And he was like, Oh, I didn't even realize must've been caught up in the moment. No, I think that. And, and then it's Ted's reaction was like, well, uh, fuck me, I guess. And I wonder if we'll see a spin on this where Ted now becomes aggressive towards Nate, or is that not in the cards? I don't want that to happen. I want the core of Ted to not change. To stay pure. Yeah, if he's going yeah. to continue to be not very good at his job while he's rebuilding himself from the ground up, I want, yeah. at the very least, for him to continue being a good guy trying his best. Sure, that is sure the whole of the character to me and i think nate and listen you don't want to but i and i completely respect it but i do give him the benefit of the <laughs> doubt in this moment where i do think he actually felt bad he said the truth i think where he said that he was caught up in the moment sure. uh, but still he made a, a a poor decision that he tries to rectify at the end but then takes too much time doing whatever else and doesn't walk up to ted losing his moment yeah and, and so, like, I think they're they're just trying to make the audience conflicted on do you want Nate to be redeemable or not? And if 50 percent is one way and 50 percent is the other, they've done their jobs. Oh, oh, for sure. And and if this polling is any is anything, we are 50 50 split here. <laughs> 
I do not want him to be redeemed. Uh, you know, it's just, I don't know. He just gets to me and maybe it'll change by the end of the season uh, with some g- higher arc of redemption. But, um, one positive thing about this episode with Nate is he didn't spit on anything. That's pot. You're right. There was, cause I well, hate that. No, I, uh, yeah, he doesn't spit. He just walks sternly at some point. Yeah, that's fine. The stern walk exudes confidence. As when long as he's spit, not, yeah, he's, he's not like pu- pushing liquid out of his face. Oh he's chill. God, it's just so gross. Even though it's not that it's not even like a gross thing. Like you spit on the ground all the time, but he's spitting on like fucking mirrors. <laughs> it's just, it's just very unbecoming. There's a B story in this episode as well with Keely, who is about to meet the person who basically gave the money for her to start this business, whose name is Jack. She, uh, Keely, that is, starts to have her period in the stadium uh, right before the game, and a kind stranger hands her a tampon, which, and while she's uh, grabbing uh, said tampon, she's being... uh, foul mouth and very vulgar being herself yeah for sure (laughs) and then she leaves and finds out that jack is actually a woman and uh that is pointed out by higgins while higgins makes a fool out of himself and then so good recuses himself from the situation like i'm gonna go sit now yeah so good all the while shandy is making aggressive moves doing a good job at the beginning although she does ask keely if she can have sexual intercourse with uh Jamie with Jamie and and and, and Keely Kayla is f- like falling in love with Jamie again yeah um, all, like and, to an, oh. a, the new version of him yeah right which I kind of figured might happen because of his redemption and he's working man he is doing three workouts a day with Roy sure. they are running in the dark more power to them yeah and Keely does get a moment where she reprimands Shandy for making a uh, aggressive decision without talking to her about it, changing the wording on the front of the banter app. Uh, to, so you want to bang a celebrity? Right. <laughs> like, is how is that cool? A bit much, but it does give Keely the opportunity to be assertive and tell her friend slash coworker to change it immediately, which I was so I was proud of her in that moment. Yes. Yes. Yep. Putting her foot down, being the boss. We also kind of I'm glad that we got to see uh, the bar scenes during the match. A uh, a guy walks in with the wrong shirt and he gets shouted out of the bar, which so was good. wonderful. I yeah. love that very much. <laughs> so good. And I don't know what else is happening in this episode that I haven't thought of yet. Um, pause for a second. Oh, okay. I have it running right now. So do we you, actually went a little out of order with it. And um, the FaceTime, and it, I can actually say FaceTime because this is an Apple property. The FaceTime uh, between him and his wife was actually the very last scene. Um, and uh, I think it was a good way to end that because it's kind of a cliffhanger. Like, like you said earlier, she didn't really have a response and Ted was kind of left in a dark room to ponder his thoughts, but he got it off of his chest, which I think is a, is a transformative move. I'm a work in prog mess. I'm a work in prog mess. (laughs) See, even you like it. Whoa, you're tall. Is your dad a tree or something? I don't like it. No, <laughs> I'm no. just saying. He said, where, it, it, it was something with rooted. Like, uh, where, where are you rooted? Your da- dad must have been a tree or something. I can't remember what it was. And the, the other one was, y'all are pointing more fingers than Ganesha given directions. Oh, I loved that one. <laughs> I loved that one. 
it, it's easier to take when you feel bad for him, which I I, cur- I currently do. Yeah, but even the first season, first two seasons, I didn't really te- feel bad to him until we started to see his like anxiety attacks happening. But I I loved it then. Like I, you know, he's a fun, happy go lucky, very positive person. Only wants to do good for people. How could you hate on that? You know, Zava gets mad during the match. That's sort of the only thing that happened there. He does yeah. tell the goalie that he can change his name. Who and he does to I Van Dam. Van Dam. Yeah, that's it's so good. Oh yeah, Zero wants to be called. Or sorry, Zuro wants to be called Van Dam, uh, and everyone else is like, "Oh, yeah, that that makes sense." And I'm a hundred percent good with Zava just sort of being on the back line as a comedic yeah. foil. Yeah, I moment. like I like it. I like his character. I think it's funny. But I, but weirdly enough, the character that I'm rooting the most for mm. is Jamie. Yeah, same. As he runs out of his house, uh, right as Roy is about to knock and he's already ready to go, like he's putting the work in and I want him to succeed so badly. Yeah. And and, and I'm also rooting for Keely because, yes. you know, she's in this interesting relationship with her CFO and uh, this company that she's running. And you can clearly see she's facing some roadblocks, I guess, with her friend potentially being not a great solution. I just hope that she comes out positive as well. I I, I do too. I, and I I think they also want you to be wondering what we are wondering, which is, are they going to get together at the end of this? Yeah. Do we want them to? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I still liked the Keely Roy Kent relationship. And we this this episode did push back like more and more characters are being pushed to the side we didn't get anything on colin this time right just a little a very 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 brief i don't you may not have even caught it one very brief scene where he said something about oh that guy on tv he's mine like you know fake being fake gay yeah shrent creme just looks up uh, real quick, and then they cut away. That was the only right. thing. Just reminding the audience of the binary decision yeah. that Trent Krim has on oh, his lap. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I hope he doesn't say anything in a negative way anyway. I liked this episode better than the last one. I do, uh, too. I, agree. I like any episode that has an actual game within it. Yeah, they're fun to watch. And, and I hate watching regular soccer like yeah, on me, TV. Exactly. But me I too. love this. But when it's condensed, it's very good. <laughs> it's condensed, close-ups, nice 4K. Love it. Rebecca was here or there. I mean, she was there and I liked her performance. Uh, <laughs> she had a goddamn Anna mental breakdown <laughs> during halftime. I thought she would be mad, but she kind of went the other direction with it, which she, is just I, like unhinged I think she, happy. She, yeah, no, I think she's mad. She just doesn't want to make it worse. <laughs> right. She's just learned how to deal with Ted. Yeah. Where which he reacts good. better to positivity, yeah. uh, even if it's manic positivity rather than <laughs> negativity. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I liked this episode more. Just uh, more things happened. They focused less on uh, characters that I I currently care less about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but it does make me feel like, okay, reminder, this is the final season. Well, maybe. Maybe. We, it hasn't at the been moment, we think it's the final season. Yeah. And so this episode did feel like it was more on the tracks towards an ending. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yep. And, and so, yeah. I, I like that we were splitting this up. You know, we're what? Three episodes in? Four episodes yeah. in now? Yeah. And we already got a game against West Ham. They're, you know, a fairly good way 
through the season. So, um, you know, it's I like the pacing. You know, it, it poises it up to be the championship game potentially or the relegation game if it keeps getting worse like it did this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll see. But uh, overall, I, I'm still I, I still love the show. It's probably one of my favorite shows currently on TV. I love me a good sitcom. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes. For close viewers, you could see that Sassy's Uber rating was a 3.9, mm. which is not good. <laughs> N- no. You but give Ted's mostly a five, which is cringy. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's he's, She alludes to it being cringy. Yeah. Well, she's <laughs> cynical. And, and she's also a mess. R- well, yeah, right. They're both messes in their own rights, except for the right. fact that Sassy admits it to herself while Ted needs a group of people to tell him before he... <laughs> Yeah, he needs uh, the, validation. <laughs> yeah, validation on how messed up he currently is. <laughs> anyway, we did a banter before this talking about our uh, last meal that we would have in the scenario in which we were career criminals. You can mm. listen to that on patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. It's at a dollar a month. You get an extra podcast every week for just a dollar. Again, that's patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. Adam, oh, can you read our patrons, which we also do at the uh, end of yeah, episodes? We do that. Um, yes. Uh, and also, before I do that, please, uh, you know, if you feel it worth it, subscribe to that Adam tier. I'll be so happy. Oh, and before you even do this, uh, oh. Adam is posting TikToks of every episode. Oh, yes. I keep forgetting to mention that. We have a TikTok. It's at HB at the HBO boys. B-Y-Z. So go uh, if you, you know, go listen to a part of the podcast you already listened to, but in a visual medium. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's a good way if you'd like to. Um, um, what's the word? I lost my train of thought. If you would like to support, uh, not support. What is oh. it? Um, duet I, the videos with say, your reaction. Yeah. You can do that. I was so lost on where you were. Yep. Duet. TikTok term, you know. Bang, baby. We are people of the future. <laughs> but anyway, we'd like to thank our patrons. Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dong, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig John Jewers, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Thank you again for your subscriptions. Uh, you're paying for our hosting fees, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I said before, we have a succession cast going. You can go listen to that. Uh, a, a Perry Mason cast is coming up very soon. Uh, a Yellow Jackets cast is coming up very soon. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm saying cast instead of podcast now because I'm very efficient. Wow. Yeah. Well, guess you know. it's faster than saying pod. Yeah, it's one less syllable. Yeah. Yeah. They're both it, one syllable. Oh, yeah. I don't know how the English language works. <laughs> Is that good for podcasting? I mean, we do okay, right? No. Okay, <laughs> no. bye. <laughs>